Live from the Johns Refrigeration Media Center at the East Valley Institute of Technology, this is 88.7 The Pulse, KPNG, Chandler, Phoenix, and KVIT, Apache Junction, Goldfield, Ghost Town, Arizona. This is Wrench Nation, car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870 with your hosts, Frank and Steve. Well, how do you do there, Frank? What is up, and people? Good to be back. It is Wednesday, August 2nd. It's cloudy outside. It is. uh, It rained a little bit here earlier. Did it rain over your shop? You know why? I just, (laughs) Steve, this is faking us out here. We, you know, normal people get rain. We We want a lot of rain. We have no rain. On the rain, people, because that's what we want out here. We gotta get some rain. That's so anyway, it. it is our Red Station, of course, every Wednesday, four o'clock. Four eight zero six five five eighty eight seven zero is our phone number. You can talk or text any question you may have. We'd love to hear from you today. And of course, today we have uh, we have our big Wrench Nation Evit scholarship winner. Yeah, we do. A young man. lady who is going to uh, start Evit next week. All right. And she is going to be a student right here in the Automotive Technology Program. Yes, we are super excited, people. We've been telling you about this for months. And you guys know listening, of course, all your car care questions. You guys call in, you text in. But really, this show is just developed with your help, your amazing help, uh, to a community, man. It's what it's about. Right, absolutely. You guys guys have talked about that, and and it means a lot to us. And we've pulled in uh, our community, uh, Accurate Automotive, and- Quite a few others that got together and said, you know, we're going to make some changes and, and be able to do this. So, yes, we've got our gal, uh, Sweetheart, joining us. Second segment going to be out And, here and we need to say, studio. we did announce her name a couple of weeks ago. Unfortunately, she is not able to take advantage of the scholarship right now. So this is our runner-up. Yeah. But, but she is even more excited, and we're excited to meet her today. Yeah, we are excited. And, you know, these things are not always as easy as they seem to be because life happens. You guys know, listening... You know, you're trying to get your deal on, whether you're going to school, you're working, you're trying to make that all happen. And I will promise you guys, Steve and I both moving forward, this scholarship is not going away. No, every year we're going to do this. And we are going to do our best to accommodate. Of course, we have the campus schedules that are really tight, Yeah. but I've got some ideas. I'm not prepared to do this now. You guys know we're networked deeply in the community, automotive community. We're going to do our best to make this work. So if you guys applied... Buku gratitude to you. Don't give up. Uh, and I've got to just say this, Steve. Reach out to me personally. If your ambition, your passion is to get involved in this industry, boy, we can help you out. Wrench Nation on Facebook, Twitter, of course, WrenchNation.tv. Or just call the show or text us and uh, we'll get your name to Frank. Yeah, we got JB coming on for Bolt-On. We oh, yeah. do have... Of course, Mr. Greg Buckley out of Delaware. You know, Buckley's always, he's got some good Love stuff. Love Buckley, cooking. our blue and, hen of Delaware. And, you know, Steve, you were away. You were in North I was Dakota. in North Dakota. How's mom doing out well, there? Well, one, first and foremost, mom's doing well. All right. And I did bring back some more sausage. I forgot to cook it up for us today. Now, wait a minute. We're going to have to do that tell, next hold, week. Hold on a minute. Yeah. People, the people want to know, what yeah. is, is it a bunch of Germans up in Dakota? What's a sausage? It's a, I mean, it's what's a, going on? It's a, well, it's a smoked sausage. All right. And, and mine is, is made up of a bunch of Germans and Norwegians. Okay. That's so, what's big up there. They have the Norsk Husfest up there, which is the biggest Norwegian party in the world. What do you call that one? Norsk Huskfest. Oh, that sounds... You eat Ludafisk and stuff. Oh, Ludafisk and Yeah, you ever eat Ludafisk? Uh, is that like a Klein Weisenhausen? Uh, exactly. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> well, you know I was born in Germany, so I'm very intimate right, with right, the right, Deutschlander right. Frankfurters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, that's awesome. I, You know, we decided, we just said... We're going to do a little quick getaway because, yeah. you know, the garage is busy this yep. time of year and it's hard. You I'll be honest California, with you. California, love. You were over in California, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. Every time I go out there, I say, you know what? We need drones in California to move some people because I don't care what you say. All my L.A. peeps listening, you guys are jacked out there. That 405, it's like 15 lanes wide and it's not moving. And every time I go out there, they added more lanes they, and it's still not moving. So I'm saying, Elon Musk, I know you're listening. Please develop a drone and don't take it to Dubai. Take it right downtown to L.A. area because that is one big nasty parking lot. It is, isn't it? It's like an hour and a half. Boy, to get. oh boy, oh boy. So I got to tell you, you something. Just get anywhere. Right, before I came on the show, you yeah. know, my, my life is, is always colorful. Sure. It's always, we got stuff cooking. Everybody's, I guess we all have stuff cooking. Sure. So we have a morning routine. You get up in the morning. Right. You have a routine. I all do. of us out there listening, you guys do your thing. Some yep. of us coffee. 
Uh, immediately, most of us, we get on our phones and we check, you know, we check. First thing I do, I wake up, I check my email. And then I th- email. see if I got any texts. Well, just so you know, here on Wrench Nation, you'll be officially proud to know that's one of the top 10 success things not to do. Did you know this, Steve? No. They say checking your email in the morning. Yep. That's like the last thing you want to do. But I have to do it because I get these notifications at like 2 a.m. I know. Of celebrities I can interview. I'm just saying. And if saying, I don't get back to them fast, I don't get the celebrity. I didn't make this up. I'm just saying All it's right. one of those rules. Well, there but are exceptions to every rule. I'm with you because I was checking my emails. But more importantly, right. you guys dig this. Listen to this story. Okay. If you guys can just crank the radio up a little bit, get with me. We're going to get cozy. My life is redunculous. And this is what happened to me this morning. What happened? Well, I get up. Four o'clock. I'm okay. an early yep. riser. Yep. You know, like, I try to. I, I, me too. I get up. A lot of you guys out there, you get up. Some of you are sleepyheads. School's starting. You better get up because yes. school's starting. Four o'clock. So I'm up. <laughs> I got my coffee. I love my coffee. And I'm sitting there. And in the immediate, like in the morning, come on, let's face it. We're cloudy, foggy. Sure. We're waking up. Yeah. You know, that's the way it is. So I get up. And in the shadow, through the corner of my eyelids, I see what I believe to be someone slouching, sitting. On my roof. What? There's a dude sitting on my roof. On your roof? On my roof. How did you get up there? Did you climb like the block fence? I don't know. Well, I don't know. But immediately I'm like, holy cow. Right. So what do you do when you feel, look, we're, you're in your abode. This is your property. Well, some people would get their guns. You get your guns. Right. All right. Maybe. you. First thing I did is I had to say, all right, immediately it's a natural instinct. We are animals. Is this other animal a threat? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Right. But I'll be honest with you. I thought, Frank, are you awake? Or are you still sleeping? What's going on? So I see this dude on my roof. Wow. And he's got like hardly any clothes on. Oh. Real quick. Def- definitely the guy's on some drugs. Sure. So immediately I see he's not a threat. He yeah. needs help. Yeah. So I get him down. Long story short. And within like seven minutes, I get him water, a t-shirt. You saw he had no guns or anything. Nothing. He wasn't a threat. Right. He's bloodied. He obviously got into some, yeah, it was bad. He got into some drug deal fight. Right. I didn't want to get too close to that situation. I just said to him two things. One, I got seven minutes because I got to call into the radio and do a promo. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you were late this morning. Yeah. And number two, I don't know your story, but take this as a message. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to do it in seven minutes. Right. T-shirt, water, banana if you're lucky. Get you an Uber and you're out of here. Right. The guy was grateful. I don't know what happened, but I was shocked, man. Wow. What do you do when you have a dude yeah. on your roof early I never, in the never had an experience like that. So I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. My wife, she called the police later. The police say, well, that's a very unusual. Like, we're lying. Right. That's unusual. Man. So I don't know. That's right. what happened and to me. And the fact what you did was actually unusual. Well, somebody wouldn't know. have been as nice to him. It'd have been different if he was armed because right. I would I had karate moves on his. Hey, what's know. today's show about? Well, listen up, guys. Uh, this is really important. Uh, back to school coming. A lot of you guys getting ready to go to college. Maybe you're buying a car. Some of you can be lucky enough to buy a new car, which is cool. Hey, new car is cool. But we've got the list of cars that are not going to ever be reproduced again. Uh-oh. They're not making it to the 2018. Kind of like the TV shows that don't get renewed. They don't. And yeah. so the big question for you guys is, all right, I got these really good deals on these cars that may never come back again. Should I buy that ride for a deal? Am I going to be able to get parts? So we have all those answers. We're also going to give you the top five cars that have been here forever and they're not going away. So maybe you're one of those lucky car owners You'll feel good and proud to know those cars ain't going anywhere anytime soon. Oh. That's today's show topic, people. All right. Before we do that, before we take the news, we got already got a caller at 480-655-8870. Jerry or Joey in Casa Grande has a 2003 Hyundai Santa Fe, has some engine trouble. Hello, Joey. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. What's going on? What's happening, Joey? Well, I got a problem. I got this 2003 Hyundai Santa Fe. It has over 255,000 miles on it. Oh, wow. That's a, wow. That's a commercial, Joey. Go ahead. A lot What's of miles. Right? A lot of miles. Right. Exactly. <laughs> now, my problem is this, though. So, a while back, um, my serpentine belt, I found out that my serpentine belt had sort of shredded apart and it had wrapped around the AC compressor. All right. And um, anyways, when I went to when I went to crank it, Unbeknownst to me, I didn't know that the serpentine belt was wrapped around the the compressor. But unbeknownst to me, it had um, basically it had stopped the engine totally. Like so, the engine was running, but then it just stopped on me. All right. So my question is this: Once I found out that the serpentine belt had so much tension on it, and I cut it, the serpentine belt. Um, I went to go and turn it again, but I'm 
I'm thinking that my motor is locked up. How can I tell if it's locked yeah, up? Yeah, that's a good question. First things first, a lot of you guys are driving around with belts that are worn out. Eventually, By the way, I, I just have to interrupt and say, yeah. all I think of when you say serpentine belt is earth, wind, and fire, serpentine fire. But okay, go ahead. That's the- <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, first thing, and, and, and let's just kind of paint a broad stroke real quick on that Hyundai Santa Fe. You got some miles. That belt's probably been worn for a while, okay? Belts normally, there's two reasons why the belt goes bad. One, it's worn. It's cracked. It's aged, and they're going to go. Second reason why is we may have an underlying cause, a tensioner, perhaps an idler. Uh, Think of a sewing machine, right? It's going to spool around all those pulleys, and that's all got to be squared away. Now, in your case, that belt came apart, and now it's shredded around this AC compressor. The likelihood of a belt, a serpentine belt going bad and causing the engine then to not start, that's very rare, very rare. Typically, you replace a belt, you get all that nasty gookity-gooka belt remnants off the compressor, and then you find the cause that could be a tension or an idler. So this is what I want you to do. That should have a timing belt. Now we got to start thinking about, was there something that locked up in this motor first that caused this belt to go? Okay, so real quick, what happened prior? Were there any knocking, squeaking, check engine lights? Let's paint a picture real quick about before this belt went bad and did its dance the wrong way. Give me some history. Well, before that, the thing was that the the timing belt cover it had the serpentine belt had worn a hole in the timing belt cover. All right, and what was happening there was going on there was that it was leaking oil and. Basically, what happens is all the oil leaking on the serpentine belt has sort of weakened the all right. belt. And, and let me ask you, Joey, this engine yes. right now, did you check the oil level? Yes. All right. Well, my fear is, and of course, I'd really need to get a flashlight. And of course, if you can't make it to our house, our garage down there, I've got garages all over the country for that matter. We'll get you hooked up, okay? When uh-huh. Bree gets your, your, uh, your information after we disconnect, let her know where you're at. We'll make sure you're taken care of. My all fear right. is that you may have had this oil leak. If you had a cam or crank seal leak, right, that's now getting into timing cover, and we wet and saturated the timing belt, that may have skipped time, causing that engine to run a little goofy, almost not run at all, and subsequently oil also caused that accessory belt, the serpentine belt, to also get in that madness of liquid, should be dry there. So you may have a timing belt issue. Specifically, what can happen is the cam and crank seals will leak, and if they leak oil onto rubber belts, things slip and go haywire. Get with Bree. Let me get your information. I want to make sure you're taking care of it. Thanks for the call, Joey. Hey, thank you. All right, Joey, thank you very much. Bree, we'll get you in just a second. A little serpentine fire right here. Oh, serpentine yeah. belt. Look at it. We're working down <laughs> with a radio disc jockey on an automotive show. You got to love it. One of a kind. Uh, and one of a kind. You got some news? Yes, we do. That's right. This is Frankity Cronkity Crikity on the Wrench Nation News. This is breaking news, people. Now, listen, you've probably been down on the corner and seen people striking in front of a big, tall building, probably some office workers and maybe dolphins, cleaners. Up at the Odyssey Aquarium. And peer- <laughs> yeah, you people will strike. They will, they, let, will. they will let you know what's on their mind. Yeah. But I got to tell you. It's always interesting when mechanics go on strike. And let me tell you, that's exactly what happened in Chicago, people. You had 2,000 mechanics. They just put their wrenches down. Of course, these are union wrenches for the dealership because that ain't happening in the aftermarket. But yet about 2,000 mechanics, they were striking. Uh, you know, there's a local 701 union out there. And if you guys are listening and you are one of these Chicagoan mechanics, uh, just because he said mechanic, we back you up no matter what you're striking for. That's a fact. But... Really, what I found interesting, guys, on this story, obviously, they're striking because there's some grievances. But part of this story, Steve, had mentioned they're striking for more entry-level pay. Okay, higher entry-level pay. Right. So if, 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 if you're that youngster, even an oldster, right, right. you retrained your career and you're right. getting on that line, that assembly line, or working for a dealer, they're saying, hey, man, we need more entry-level money. And I got to tell you, I happen to agree. Uh, it's no hiding. I'll share with you guys. We got a lot of mechanics listening. We could all use money, uh, more money. We're now all we of can. us, right? But one thing that our industry is going through right now, and it's a big problem, is is first there's a demand, like nurses, there's a demand for a good wrench, and part of that is because, damn it, we got to pay more money. <laughs> so 
That's the news out of Chicago. These folks are striking. They have a very good reason to strike. Pay them some more money. All right, right, got to do some shout-outs here. Yes, indeed. Every week we tell you if you got a used car uh, and you lost the owner's manual, you need that owner's manual. Get on to carcarecouncil.org. Carcare.org. Carcare Council, nonprofit organization. These folks will type in your you type in your information on your car and you can find out truly what's needed. And hey, I got a, a brand new shout out, the Automotive Service Association, all of my Pennsylvania Philippines, all my wrenches out there, all you automotive technicians, ASA Pennsylvania's got a wonderful technology training expo October 14th. We're gonna talk more about it on future shows. ASA out of Pennsylvania. All right, coming up we've got the winner of the Women's Automotive Scholarship from Wrench Nation. And even it's coming up next right here on Wrench Nation, so don't go anywhere. 480-655-8870 is our number. Call us, text us, just hang with us here on 88.7 The Pulse and Wrench Nation. Wrench Nation Car Talk on 88.7 The Pulse. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870 with your hosts, Frank and Steve. This is Wrench Nation on 88.7 The Pulse. Steve and Frank, 480-655-8870 is our number. You know, Frank, it's been about uh, about six months ago. Right. We were having a lot of different guests in, talking to people on the air, people calling in, and we started talking about females in the auto industry. Yeah. And how they're doing very well nowadays. But still, it is kind of like, you know, people kind of go, uh, lady, you know, auto industry. No, I don't know. But so we decided we would put together a scholarship. And with the help of our friends from Accurate Automotive, uh, right here in Mesa on Robson Street. And I've got Lee Weatherby on the phone. Hello, Lee. How you doing today? It's Kelly. Oh, it's Kelly. Sorry, Kelly's Kelly, on the phone. Kelly, what is happening? How are you? Good you don't want Kelly. You're prettier than Lee anyway. <laughs> Well, I hope so. <laughs> All right, so we have we have Kelly Weatherby from Accurate Automotive on Robinson Street, right? And then we have a uh, uh, Billy Knuckles, Billy Knuckles, William Nalu out of Interstate Auto yep. Care. You yep. know, he heard the story and he said, "Come on, I'm going to contribute." And you know, this is what this is about. And Ravelco you know, as well. Ravelco's yep. out there. Yep. The great folks of Ravelco. And you know, Kelly, you have been on this mission with us for quite some time. And yep. tell us a little about. We talked about this a few months ago. What inspired you to say, you know what, we, we got to get involved. Tell us that story. Well, it's kind of like those 2,000 uh, strikers right now. You know, uh, there's a shortage of good mechanics. Yep. Yeah. And they do want more money. They want to, uh, you know, be employed. And we want to help that pool a little bit. And we're just super excited that Julia has put in her application. And, and we just can't wait to get her on board get her in the classroom, get her in the, you know, pool of hireable techs and see what she can do. Yes. And, and the thing about it, before we bring the wonderful Julia on, uh, this I will share with everyone. And for all my automotive peeps, mechanics, shop owners, writers, you know, we got a lot of great uh, following from all over the country re-listening to this on the podcast. There is something going on now, and this is no joke. Uh, it's the equivalent of of an earthquake, a crack that we've never seen. And that is, this shortage is serious. So it's really up to our industry to make the change. And you guys that go into a local garage, you know, to those garages, whether they're multi-store, individual, family-owned, or even the dealership, it is up to us as an industry to continue to provide that service experience. So, you know, Kelly just talked right there and said, you know, there's quite a few of us across the country said, you know, we're going to just take control of this and start putting foot forward. But I'd like to introduce... Our rock star. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please meet our winner of the Women's Female Scholarship of Wrench Nation and Eva, Julia Lopez Okeno. Did I screw up the last <laughs> name too bad? Okano. 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 Okay, well, Julia, welcome. How you welcome, doing? Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. It's great. <laughs> first time on the radio or what? Yes, very yeah. first time. Don't be nervous. It's cool. It's just two people here having a great time in three. It's just... We got Kelly on the phone. Yeah, it's, yeah. this is our little it's our little, little, little lounge area. And uh, <laughs> Julia, thank you again for coming on. Congratulations. So we got to ask you right off, okay? Tell us a little bit about yourself. How old are you? I'm 28. I'll be 29 on Monday. Monday, your first, first day, day of school. Yeah. Wow. Monday. <laughs> birthday to me. You got scholarship. You got birthday. And you're not 30 yet. You go, girl. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so you got any kids married? I have two. My daughter's four and my okay. son is seven. Okay. Nice. Nice. What are their names? 
Nayeli and Aiden. Are they listening to mommy right now? They most likely are. Yeah. Say hi to them. Grandma. <laughs> hi, Nene. Hi, Aiden. There you go. And then, uh, so, so what kind of work do you currently do? I'm a lifeguard at a community pool okay. in Maricopa. How, how's that been? Uh, it, I enjoy it. Have you ever had to save anybody? I had did once, actually. Yeah, oh, really? Two Whoa. kids at one time. Two kids oh. at one time? Whoa. Yeah. It was, Whoa. It was exciting. It was an adrenaline rush. And I imagine. And you tell me that you saved two kids in the water yeah. at that pool. Did I you have jump to give... in with my rescue tube, swim out to them, grab them. Did they wow. have to get CPR or anything? Or? No, no. No, thank was, goodness. Yeah. Wow. So okay. you're, you're life-saving. That's in your blood now. So yeah, just remember, you're going to life save the undercarriage or underhood of a vehicle very soon. It's going to happen. I see this in your future. Um, you know, Steve asked a little bit about your background. And what really struck me, uh, we had a lot of candidates that come through. Um, you had mentioned, and, and I love the quirky about people, if you just can't tell, right? And you had mentioned, I got a tool set in my garage. I use it sometimes, but I really want to use it. Yeah. Tell me about your tool set. Tell me what that means to you in your garage at home. Well, it's it's pretty much started when I was 16, and my dad told me if I wanted to have my own truck, I need to learn how to change the tires, how to change the oil, change yeah. the air filter. I love you, Dad. I, if you're listening, dad, yeah. good for you, Dad. That's the way to do it. Uh, Kelly, we've got we've got Julia here. Um, any questions that you may have uh, for Julia, our scholarship winner, Kelly? Well, I just I really was reading over her bio. And she doesn't have any favorite activities or hobbies. And oh. so I really wanted to know a little bit more about her and what, you know, what drives her, what her passions are. I mean, she's got two beautiful girls. I think they're both daughters. And, and um, what, what, what drives her? What, and, and by the way, this will give you practice for your first interview because Kelly's giving you an interview question. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm a really just – Outgoing kind of person. I love being outdoors. I love going camping, hiking, fishing. So those are hobbies right there. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That's hobby. stuff, you know, working on my cars and stuff. Well, let me ask you about this. If you could have one dream car, what would that dream car be? Oh, she got excited. Hold on. funny. I was going to say the Batmobile. Ah, all right. The That's cool. I've been a Batman fan. Now, which one? The one from the 60s or the one that they currently have or the one in the 80s? It would have to be the 60s. Yeah, the original. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Well, just so you know, uh, both Steve and I are also feeling the same kind of dream right there. It's yep. good to dream because we would love that. Um, so, yes, you, you're ready to. So you took a tour of the campus. Give us your take on sort of what you thought. First time touring this automotive program. What do you think? Well, I I saw a lot of the, the studios, the recording studios. Oh, you saw the, the upstairs the, here. You the, haven't seen the, the auto part yet. I haven't actually seen Oh, we got to take you out there. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's incredible. Well, I will tell you this. I'll give you a little teaser and a sneak peek. Yeah. I will tell you, I've said this for a long time. Uh, EVID is a quiet secret out here in the East Valley. And in fact, across the country, this is like community college level facilities. I mean, this automotive facility is incredible, you know. And so yeah. you've got some amazing instructors. And, you know, between the breaks, Steve, I, I told Julia and Kelly for sure, Lee Weatherby, and many of us in the industry, we want to stay in touch with you. And we want to be there for you. We're Kelly, be checking in with you. We're going to make sure, Kelly, she has your number at the garage because sometimes you need, I know I did. When I first started wrenching, uh, I was working under a real grumpy guy. And <laughs> I like, oh gosh, is this what this is all about? But he just had a certain way. And so we just are, from the bottom of our hearts, what we're saying is we're there for you. You know, you're going to yeah, get a. We want you to have success. We want to see you succeed. Yeah. And uh, Steve has got a car. He's always got blower motor issues. He needs a good mechanic. Uh, I've always got issues. <laughs> now, I just, right now, my only issue is kind of minor. It's just the windshield wipers. <laughs> oh, that's easy. But it doesn't rain, so, you know. <laughs> so, Julia, we're proud. We're proud of you. Congratulations. I and, appreciate and, it. I was, yes. I, was, I was seriously talking to my mom the night before I got the phone call, telling her that you know, the house needs fixing. All these cars are starting to break down. You right. know, my, my Nissan, my 2006 Nissan Xterra has got 190,000 miles on wow. it. She's starting to fall apart. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, I need you to need get that. back into school. I'm tired of being a stay-at-home mom. I need to do something. Oh, that's awesome. I need to accomplish something with my life. I'm so I'm, glad it worked out for you. Listen. You know, our I'm, first person couldn't do it, and that it worked out for you. Maybe this is just, you know, it, it, it's fate. My dad Perfect. said it was destiny. Calling. Well, listen, destiny, I, yeah. Julia, you're 29. You're a beautiful young lady. We're all parents. Steve, parents, you're wonderful. My dogs. Kenoko, no. Kizoko, Kizoko, and Delilah's. We've been together for about 
nine, ten minutes. There's something about you. There is. Remember something. It's genuine. It's Each true. Each one of us have a journey. Yeah. Take as many people with you. There's a lot of younger male and female listeners. Yep. You know, young parents. And it's hard. You're raising man, kids, you man. Kids are, kids are prime time. That's our priority. And so just remember your story. Share that with as many people as you can. And this right here is bigger than Ranch Nation. So congratulations to you. Please stay in touch with us. We're going to check in on you in the future. Yes, please yeah. do. Thank Love you very you much. Know. Julia Gouley, I will call you just like your <laughs> wedding singer, all right? <laughs> hey, hey, and, and Kelly, Kelly, thank you so much for your support of, the, of, of this scholarship. It's awesome. We really appreciate it. And big hugs to Mr. Lee Weatherby out there. We'll connect again soon, And, and you're still, Tom, you're prettier than him. Hug. And you smell better than him. All right, see you later, oh, yeah. Kelly. Yep. Get my numbers from Bree. You yes, got it. We'll make it happen. Please. You got it. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in a second with more of Wrench Nation on 88.7 The Pulse. So don't go anywhere. we got to talk about the, the models that are dying. The dying breeds. <laughs> it's coming up next on 88.7 The Pulse with Wrench Nation. Bolt-on Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have bolt-on technology software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Wrench Nation Car Talk on 88.7 The Pulse. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870 with your hosts, Frank and Steve. Yeah, Wrench Nation moving along on Wednesday, August 2nd, a cloudy day. Not really any rain out there, so not really slippery roads. You know, you, you've you heard of all these wrong-way drivers. Yeah, it's a sad situation. And we were talking about technology. You said there's something that's happening. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. But let me tell you, today it happened to me. Oh. I went to lunch at Dilly Deli. Wait a minute. Were you the wrong way? No, I wasn't oh, the wrong I was way. Say, what's wrong with Steve? But no. I went to lunch at Dilly Deli, so I, right. I left Evid here where the Pulse is. I went down Main Street or Apache. I turned left on the Price um, uh, Roadway, the uh, the frontage road. Right. And as I'm going down between Broadway and Southern, all of a sudden a guy pulls out from the side street, turns left onto the one-way frontage road, even though there's one-way signs everywhere. Oh. I honk at him, wave my arms out the window, and go, dude, turn around. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it, it happens that quick. And some of us would say, you know, we've had a lot of bad situations. Look, driving cars are deadly. You guys know that. It's yeah. like swimming. I'm swimming in the ocean. Pay attention to what you're doing, though, you, people. You can, these things, you got to respect that. But I will tell you real quick before we bring on JB from Bolton. This guy wasn't drunk. He was just stupid. It, it, it is. So guess what? Engineers what? know. Yeah. This is how engineers think. Yeah. People are stupid. They will die. We need technology to rescue them. Right. <laughs> So right now there's a movement. Cadillac has actually got this out, guys, uh, and and Cadillac is trying to pioneer. And of course, all the manufacturers are going to get on board. And the state of Michigan, of course, is is knee deep in playing with it and executing. They're they're going through this beta of vehicle to vehicle communication. So what's going to happen is eventually there will be a 5G network. Sure, that's going to happen because we're going to overload. Oh, these I'm sure networks. it will be an 11 G before. And long. if you are the wrong way driver, right. your vehicle eventually. We'll communicate with the rest of the vehicles. Yep. Hey, I got an idiot driving, or say respectfully, perhaps somebody, um, you know, had a had, had a medical issue. Right. right. I think the gentleman driving down on Riggs Road, he was an older gentleman. We don't know his story. Most of us say, "Oh, they were drunk or on right, crack." Right. But sometimes our older population, our well, this guy folks, was older today. Who turned left? You know, they may the, have had, they may have been disoriented. Yeah, you yeah. know, and that sort of thing. So uh, I will you should say, have a license at that point, though. Welcome back, guys. I will say that you guys know as a priority, always, no matter the show topic, you guys call in with your car care questions. You can text us, 480-655-8870. It's your show. We want to know about your car care needs. In the meantime, who do we got? It's it's Lee from Bolt-On Technology. Lee, JB. JB. Look at Lee. I, I'm thinking of accurate automotive. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's JB, rhymes with Lee. All right. I talked talk to JB. What is happening? I talked to JB off air. And JB and I agreed, we need a jingle or whatever your radio people call it. We need a little music for JB because JB is now a distinguished okay, you let me, you contributor. Let me work on this, all right? All right, okay. so we're going to work on that. On so it's it's sure not, not distinguished. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I'm going to work on this here. We're going to get into the topic today, though. Yes, all right. JB with Bolts on Technology, welcome back. You know, today we're talking about... Uh, those cars, man, they're canceled cars. I don't think these are long-standing love childs for the consumer. Uh, these cars won't be coming back in 2018. 
And um, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about communicating in the Bay. I want to get that to in a minute, but let's just right, jump right in. My biggest thing with uh, folks that are listening, this time of year going into the fall, 2017 is going away, JB, and they want to yeah, make man. some deals. And I may be looking at a ride. I don't know that this thing is going to be discontinued, but it's got a smoking price. What's your thought on these discontinued deals? Well, it matters how you look at them. You know, with the average age of a car on the road today being 14 years, you might buy one of those discontinued vehicles and never have a problem. Yeah. You know, and they're usually built at similar parts, just like the other vehicles. You know how parts are shared from car to car. So finding those parts isn't going to be all that hard either. So I would probably say it might be a good gamble. And I'm thinking the same. I'd like to use as an example, and some of us wrenches in the bays may may just kind of, ooh, don't say that word. But, you know, Saturn had a mix-up. You know, Saturn came on the scene as strong and bold, and they were consumer-reported up there as high-ranking and rated with uh, BMW and Mercedes. But many people, even after it was sort of discontinued, they the Saturn population, of course, it's dying down, but we were able to get parts for those cars. It wasn't a problem. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I think the manufacturers know that, and they know that they're going to have to support it because they still have to sell what's on their lot, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, when they're manufacturing a car, they know that, okay, there's sales profit from the car or truck. Then there's the service over the life of perhaps, you know, uh, it's always tiered, maybe three to ten year period. And then, of course, the, the vitally rich parts market. I mean, cars break down, they need parts, and you got to buy them, even if the car's discontinued. However, I'm going to mention, and if you guys are out there in the bays listening, oh my goodness, I said a word, and the word is Daiwoo. If you got a Daiwoo... I remember the Daiwoos. You're in trouble. Oh, I remember those. You're in trouble. Oh, gosh. I mean, they made great sewing machines, I think, but I don't know about a Daiwoo. You ever get a Daiwoo in the bay there, JB? Well, that's the last noise it makes when it dies. Die! Ooh! You know? Yeah, so Daiwoo. Right to the bay, and that's it. Yeah, so, you know, everybody tries to get on the bandwagon of this automotive industry. Let's face it, is uh, it's a fruitful industry. Uh, it can be, but it also can uh, cut, your, uh, cut your throats. It can be very spendy, and you could be out within a heartbeat. And, of course, Daiwoo made an approach, and I think they were in bed with another manufacturer but they didn't last and so if you, if you got a diewool deal on craigslist is a 500 hundred dollar car be careful because those parts are hard to get and they will be expensive if it's hard to get then the demand is you know it, it, the supply is weak and you know what that does to price so but, but can you still get parts for a yugo no i don't <laughs> i my part <laughs> my parts you know people why? listening i don't you know nowhere all right <laughs> yeah you well go nowhere, i'll tell you right? what that you know what we got to get to cuba and I know some of you listening, you're in Cuba because yep. Cubans are resourceful. They're not thinking, can we get the parts? It's like, hey, I got a couch. I got a refrigerator. How can we make the part for this car? <laughs> I'll tell you what, if somebody were to drive up to this, to this radio station tomorrow morning during my show with a Yugo, I'll give you 100 bucks cash. First one that comes in Whoa. tomorrow. All right. Because I don't think that any Yugo could still actually be on the road. They're, they're out there, man. <laughs> you mean they come into your shop? I haven't seen a Yugo. No, All right, find out tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. here on the Bulls. Yeah, so let's go through this list, you guys listening. Let's check out some of these cars that will die, won't make the 2008 model showroom dance. Uh, the Hyundai Azera. The Hyundai. Hyundai makes some good product, but the Azera is just not going to survive. You know, JB, these cars were made basically, uh, you know, they were subcompact. They were cheap mm-hmm. on gas, but gas has been pretty decently priced lately, and so people are buying bigger. Yeah, because that happens all the time, man. Uh, the the economy goes away because, you know what, gas is only, what, $3.20. You know, think about that. Unless you're in L.A. <laughs> yeah, unless you're in Alaska or somewhere like gas that. Gas yeah. is 209 here. Go 209. Big cars again. Yeah, I think that's what, I, you know, I, you know, I'm on social media. We do our thing on Wrench Nation. And uh, I usually hashtag crude oil giddy. Get your horsepower on. Because that's what it's about. I mean, you know, 10 years ago, 07, 08, we got, I had a truck. I had an F-250, man. This thing was yeah. big old diesel. I said, sure. man, I'm not five, six, seven dollar fills. And I, 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 I said, I'm out of this one. It's just too much. So kind of what happened to the Hyundai Azera. And let's face it, guys, a lot of these cars on this list, um, you know, they just, there wasn't a demand, you know, and that's part of sure. marketing, right? We try to, uh, you know, manufacturer says, okay, we think there's going to be a well, demand. If McDonald's has something that's not selling off the menu, they're going to get rid of it. No, no. Yep. So, you know, another one that uh, is going away, and a lot of you mechanics, 
Uh, I think you celebrate this one. And I hate to say it, guys. I'm not knocking you. If you drive the Jeep Patriot, <laughs> but the hey, Jeep hey, Patriot, hey. yeah, that's going away, people. Uh, that came out, and it was a little medley between the little off-road action of a Wrangler, and you still fit a little family action in there. That one's going away. Um, and, and that's, you, that, yeah. You know, Frank, one thing about the Patriot going away, it will make America great again. <laughs> I don't know what hashtag you can get out of that one. <laughs> but I will tell you what is staying. That From kind the of White was, House to the Nut House. That's what I call it now. <laughs> well, staying with that, guys, is the Jeep Patriot is gone, and we got the Jeep Compass. It's Compass. You know, it's all about. Oh, yeah, I remember the Compass. Yeah. And what an aptly named car, uh, name for a vehicle. Because you're off-roading. It just takes you north. And it, if you get lost, you're in your compass. So uh, I'm telling you, it took hours for these people to think up these names. Right. But So that uh, the Jeep Patriot is going away, and that won't be around. Um, you know, JB, uh, a lot of these cars uh, are going away. We're going to cut into some of that. But what I'm really excited to know, because, you know, this show is all about the consumer and trying to empower people when they go in to visit their perhaps their local rock star mechanic in an independent garage or perhaps at the dealer we got to reset a little bit. Uh, what's important about this communication, both on um, is a tablet that uh, mechanics will use. They can take pictures. Why is, why is this so important? And where are we going with that technology as how the consumer evolves? Are you finding that a lot of people want to, they want to see these pictures? They want videos. Yeah, Frank. Yeah. I mean, I've, um, I, I, tr I travel for Bolton, and when I go out to shops out there, I not only talk to the people that run the shop and are using the technology, a lot of times I like to sit out in the uh, waiting area and have a conversation with someone and ask, hey, have you seen the digital inspection? And they look at me and go, yeah, they're the greatest things in the world because, you know, I'm sitting here waiting today. They can take me out and show me. But if I'm not here, they can send the darn thing right to me on my phone, and I can see exactly what they're talking about. And I trust these guys because of that. They show me what's the good, the bad, and the ugly. And that's what makes me come back and back again. I think most mechanics will agree. Uh, the good guys and gals, hey, let's face it, the industry's got a bad rap. Everybody's like, like I said, I say this all the time, you'd rather get your damn teeth pulled before you go to a mechanic. And so the more that uh, those of us that want to engage in that service experience and provide a stellar experience, and I speak for the dealerships as well, man, we want to be as transparent and communication is key. So um, I, I, I just can't tell you the Bolton, if you guys are listening, check out Bolton, um, some good stuff. And now we're talking about these cars that won't make it back. How about we discuss a little bit about the Rockstar cars that probably won't go away forever? I mean, they're going to be with us. Uh, I would like to introduce to you, where's the drum roll, Steve? What is the number one drum roll. selling has been around? This is like the, the uh, what do they call that? The queen and the king of the prom. This car is coming to you right now. It's been around since 19, well, probably 80, and what's, maybe. Okay. Toyota. Toyota. Okay. Camry, people. The Camry's going away? No, it's not. Oh, we're, okay, we're, good. Now, I'm just figuring I keep a balance. <laughs> We're going to talk more about the cars the going Camry. away, wow. but I want to just give people at ease. We already told them. There's a couple of people out there driving the Jeep Patriot like, what do you mean my car is going away? <laughs> so we want to tell you that, JB, that Toyota Camry, that's that's a tank. That car yeah, keeps, it's, it's amazing. Forever. Yeah. And those buggers get mile after mile, smile after smile. I mean, geez. Well, I'm serious, man. We The Camrys, the Corollas, we see 250, 300,000 miles coming mm -hmm. to the garage. So if you're driving pretty much any Toyota product, feel good because they're going to be around. I don't see product like that going away. Uh, they'll stick around for some time. We're also going to talk about a little bit more of the cars that stick around. But back to this list here, uh, something that I saw on this list, and it was disappointing. It almost like a funeral march. You know, I like hot rods. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I, yeah. I like, you know, we, we, we like our Corvettes. We've got a lot of listeners. We've got some hot rods out there. One thing I saw on the list that was disappointing is going away, people, is the Dodge Viper. Really? Whoa. Yes, sir. I was surprised. Now, if they're doing that, they're just doing it to tease you. They're going to bring it back in like two years. I agree. They're See, that's the radio stuff. mind. Right. In you. That's, and like, I, that's like we're going to take it off the market for a little bit and make people really want it and come back with a brand new design. People are going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that, that this Viper's back. I mean, this is a supercar, man, in my eyes. This I is, think so. Yeah. I don't know. And they got, look, over the years, the Viper, they, you know, they added electronic traction control. They tried to get hip with stability and when did all the this. Dodge Viper start? Well, let's go back. I yeah. think, uh, so they did tease us a little bit over time 
Uh, of course, the Dodge Viper. I can guarantee you in almost every big city, or at least every state, there's one or two Viper clubs out there. 1992. 92, it yep. came out. I was going to say early 90s. And it was a big deal for Dodge. See, now they took it. They stopped it once before in 2010. No, Marketing. They stopped it, and for two years, it came back. And now it's going to go away again and watch in two years. It's coming back again. Just mark my words. <laughs> yeah, and I think what happened, some of this, look, I think it's marketing tease. What do yeah. you think, JB? Well, I think it's marketing tease, but also it's those bean counter guys up there. Here's another, <laughs> you know, funny cars. They got to they gotta pay for that M&M commercial. They're like, oh, that commercial yeah. costs it, but Dodge Viper's got to go. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's a brilliant car if you think about it. Um, and if you guys uh, are listening and you got a Dodge Viper, I'm sure you're going to pick it somewhere because a Dodge Viper reminds me of Mazda 3, Mazda, all Mazda clients. I get all my Mazda people. They love their cars. Mazda, don't mess with Mazda people, Steve. If Mazda, anything Mazda was discontinued, they would be picketing with those mechanics. Mazda people love their cars. It's a free spirit. It's like the right. birthday cake of Suzu back in the day. You just had that spirit. One car I'd never considered buying was a Mazda. Really? No, just never really did. It's like Mazda. I just don't. I Is don't it get the it. name? Maybe. All right. Well, Mazda, Ford, Dodge, Chevy, something like that. Yeah, they extended their hiatus. They call it 2010 to 2013. They played with us, but they're saying that 2017 model year. That's the final one. That's the final countdown, and it will be celebrated by several special editions aimed it, it at hard. So the Mazda dealership, Burge. Yeah. So JB, dig this. They are telling us it's discontinued. That's it. Right. However, they're going to tease us for the diehard Viper family. Of course. What do we call that club? Viper club. Wait, wait, the Vampire Vipers. Whatever you call them. The Viperinis. <laughs> well, you know, again, that's those bean counters. Going, hey, you know what? We got these people out there that really like this car. Let's just continue it, but put out double the price model so they'll buy them. Exactly. Well, I think what it's going to do, not that a bunch of Dodge Viper owners are going to look to make money and sell their cars. They really love their rides, but it right. definitely is going to raise the price. It creates a bit more exclusivity. Mm-hmm. And uh, those special editions, yeah. boy, I'd like to see the price on one of them. And the shame of it is it's probably going to wind up in the garage. <laughs> no, no. If I had a Dodge Viper, I don't care what my wife told me. I'm driving today. I'm driving this. <laughs> Same here. Yeah, so we got a couple other rides here. I think we got Greg Buckley coming up. Uh, we do. Last segment. We'll get Greg to chime in on these. Uh, Momentarily, he's going to join us like in 30 seconds. 30 seconds. 30 the- seconds. Soon as oh! Bree puts him on hold, we're taking him. Yeah, and so, JB, another one that made the list, and I don't think there's a whole lot of disappointment. We got excited about this car. There was a lot of advertising. This is right around... The economy correction, when essentially the car manufacturers essentially said, oh, goodness, we're failing. Maybe we do make crap cars. We better get it act together. And out of that economy, which really cleaned up a lot of our acts, right? We had to, we had to do better because people were tight yep. with their money. And that little do better approach, you had a couple of fleet of Dodge sexy cars coming out. One of those was the Dodge Dart. <laughs> I remember the Dart. Yep. Wasn't that on the neon platform, JB? Yeah, and that's uh, that yeah. is a failure to start with. So that was the problem. Faster. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, like I said, this was, I think, in my eyes, and a lot of people agree. And they didn't I'm hit sorry. the target with the dart. I'm sorry if you bought a Dodge Dart and you thought, well, I'm going back to 1970. <laughs> <laughs> All right, joining us, the Blue Hen of Delaware, Mr. Greg Buckley. Hello, Mr. Buckley. What is happening, Mr. Buckley? Some show, some show. All these old cars or all these mics and models that don't want to be around anymore. Well, well, first thing, we want to make sure we're good by you. Did we announce any model that you currently drive that won't be here next year? Uh, no. Not yet. No, but we did But we did mention what he does drive, the Yugo. Oh, do you drive a Yugo? <laughs> hey, you know, it's funny because you talk about the Yugo, and I actually I was in New Orleans at an ASA event all right. uh, back a few years ago. And I saw one on the side of, parked right on the street. This thing was immaculate. And wow. I, had a, I, took, I know I took pictures. It's somewhere in social media world. Uh, but I could not believe how pristine this Hugo was. And, you know, it's funny to see one, but, oh, were they, were they terrible. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad yeah. they didn't make it. I'm going to buy one and let, let Frank just right. have to fix it all the time. <laughs> I, hey, I told you, I got, I got Julio down in Havana. I call him up. He'll tell me how to make oh, parts. Yeah. Now, listen, before we get into the wonderful campaigning and some great, great, exciting news for you, Greg, with the child seat campaign across the country, 
another car that's on the list. It's actually a van, people. And um, I'm always surprised. Um, Chrysler, Town & Country, Dodge mm-hmm. Grand Caravan. Those are dead for 2018. That's, wow. a, that's a dead man walking right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, what, what, the Grand Caravan? Yeah. That's what my mom drives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So according, really? according to the news, Wire just came up from Sweden right wow. here. Uh, both Chrysler minivans, the Chrysler Town & Country and the Dodge Grand Caravan, um, they're, they're not going to be released. Wow. Uh, at the release of the 2017 Chrysler Pacifica, which essentially replaces them both, oh, okay. still production, they say, will continue in an effort to feed rental and other fleet. I guess rental cars, you want to get your Dodge Caravan on. Okay. It's a practical ride, but you don't. I don't think people want to own them long term. Is kind of what they're saying. I think the that's, soccer that's moms strange, are done with them. They really do, and I know the Pacifica was out in two thousand six, and I actually owned the Pacifica. I thought, and my wife thinks it was the best car we ever had, and it was when it was when uh, Chrysler was under the uh, guides of uh, Mercedes, uh-huh. and the platform was pretty much like an ML series. Some of the drive light components were Benz. Uh, specifically, especially with the all-wheel drive unit. And the car was great. So it was great. I, I have to agree you know? with you. Yeah, mechanically. Well, we were all speaking mechanically. And then, of course, the accoutrements for those that want to have a, a nice ride, a comfortable ride. Here's another oh, yeah. one, guys. Um, Scion, you know, that Toyota mm-hmm. said, well, let's introduce folks to the brand and let's do a little entry-level action. And uh, we introduced the Scion brand, kind of get folks, right? Scion, get them to Toyota, get them from Toyota to get them to Lexus. That's kind of the, the life of uh, brand ownership. The Scion is dead, people. Uh, specifically, the TC, the compact coupe, that's going away. And I thought the Scion TC was not a bad ride, guys. No, I look. couldn't pitch in on that one. <laughs> I, I never, <clears throat> we've never seen a lot of them, and I never had the experience of driving one or even. Well, if nobody's seen one, that means they must not break down, so they must be pretty good. I get them right. in the shop. Yeah. I, I think, I don't know. Um, Maybe of course, an Greg, you're, thing. you're out in Delaware, and right. of course, JB, you're out in PA, Pennsylvania area. Um, we, you know, we got all these freeways and people want, you know, little speedy, comfortable two door commuter type vehicles. And that was kind of the scene with this Scion TC, but there's reasons, as you said earlier, somebody's counting some beans and saying this one's going away. And that Scion TC, of course, a Scion, uh, brand, that lineup is still around, but the TC is going away. Um, let me ask you, we were, we mentioned this all the time, Greg, and I, I'm mm-hmm. really excited for you. And you guys listening, we take this for granted. A lot of our moms and dads out there, if anything today, take a moment, check your child seat. All right, it's a serious yeah. business. And Greg, tell us, you got an amazing campaign. You really, it, 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 it's this forward-moving national campaign to spread the word, but you're doing something one-up. But before we talk about that, what is the one thing people are doing wrong that you can tip them, let them know right now, Check this now. You're getting it wrong with the child seats. Go ahead, brother. Well, absolutely. Just just check your latches, number one, and check the gap between the seats. Are you uh, are you two fingers uh, forward? So you're, you're saying, what's little, the gap? What should that be? There's less than an inch, actually. Less than an inch gap between the seat and the actual uh, car and child safety. If it's not well. a gap, so, if it's not gap right, what what do I got to do? You have to actually re re tension it, which means that you have to adjust it to make it as tight as possible. And then you've got the pitch and all. So these are, these are things that parents and caretakers, even babysitters, if you're, if you're a family that, that really, you know, has to have a babysitter and you're caretaking for the children, you know, the child, they do need to be made aware of what to look for in a, in a, in a child safety seat. Um, so it's a big awareness campaign. And of course, you know, a lot of people don't understand, but four out of five of these child seats are not correctly installed wow. or adjusted. Well, you just said and, something, because most parents, like we're, I'm a parent, we're all parents, you know, and, and, and we, we, we like to pride ourselves that we got a little checklist with safety, everything's mm-hmm. safety, and we got little plugs in the electrical sockets, but you said something that struck me, it's the caretakers and perhaps the babysitters. Yeah, um, if you're that, that parent, right. if you're moving car seats, right? Because folks will move car seats, right, Greg? You'll see that happen. Oh gosh, well, you know, oh, it's not in there forever, right? No, it's parent. So if if you well, got... happen on vacation, I take my little uh, my cousin's nephew or my cousin's kid, my my little yeah. second cousin or and whatever out and about. He goes in my vehicle that I yeah. rent. She puts the car seat in for him. You know, 
So right. that's important right. because we we forget this stuff. Yep. Um, real quick, we've we got do. about three minutes, Greg. Hey, tell us about how we can help you, and ultimately, really, what we're trying to connect with our with our listeners. How can we well, help them? What, what we are we doing? Say, uh, we have some great stuff, and and, and Frank uh, and Steve and, and the whole team there at Wrench Nation. Really, I do want to say thank you very much for this opportunity. Uh, we'll be introducing a site called Drive Safe, Drive Smart okay. on a national level. And I will be introducing a, a mom of two. Her name is Sean Rowe. She is going to be our voice of the uh, program. Oh. She is, uh, like I said, a mother of two, an advocate here in Delaware locally, but she has national ties, uh, who will be coming on to offer tips. Um, you'll look for ways that she can guide you. And uh, she's also going to be one of our key trainers as we're training other shop owners across the country, which we've initiated uh, in Baltimore uh, at ATI last month. Um, we've got, got a great groundswell of um, uh, energy going, and it's, uh, it's a mission of mine because I said, as professionals, and this is for the Wrench Nation listeners, your local professionals care about the safety of you. There's no question about that. We live for that. That's our goal. Well, what I like of what you're However, doing, what you're doing is we, we do, we care. But, you know, quite frankly, we're always looking at all small business. If you care about your business and the people that come in, we're always looking to educate ourselves on how we can help that much more. What I like that you have going is that mm-hmm. the local garage, and I'll speak for dealerships as well. It's all good. We're really talking about a complete automotive solution right so absolutely absolutely you know and and i like that i like where you're going with this i think people generally need this and i'm not trying to we're not trying to pump anything here that's not what this show is about uh we're going to watch that journey steve well yeah absolutely first you know of course we want to have uh your your spokesperson on wrench nation and we'll put a link all over wrenchnation.tv as well as we'll have a link on both of our radio stations here but also every quarter we choose a cause to do PSAs for, and you can count on the pulse here and the gold mine, our well, two stations to man, do that. That's great, guys. And then maybe I one really, day, really. maybe one day we can get Mr. JB. He's got a big pool. We can have a little child seat <laughs> safety par booty party over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we got to wrap it up. Yes. Buckley, our, our blue head of Delaware. Thanks so much for being on, and thanks for all you do, man. Thank you, guys. All right, JB. JB Bolt On Technology, we appreciate you being on as well. We'll talk Thank to you, you again in the next week or two. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right. We're going to got a little wacky news here. The Wrench Nation wild and wacky news on wheels. All right. When you buy that new car, everybody's familiar with the new car smell. It has a certain smell. You're in there. You're like, oh, that has a certain smell. But if you're in China, you better not mess with the new car smell. We're talking about some egg rolls, people. No, we're not. We're talking about the serious business. Oh, my goodness. Stop the the presses. If you're in China and you want a new car, there are people. They're on the payroll. They're designing no new car smell. The Chinese have a problem with a new car smell, and that is a serious problem. So if you're in China, uh, get ready because they're making that change. The China smell test isn't unique. It just illustrates the links. Automakers are going to attract buyers in the Chinese Hong Kong, yeah, people don't like that new car smell. There is your wacky, weird automotive news. Thank you for tuning in to Wrench Nation. Of course, WrenchNation.tv, Wrench Nation on Facebook, Wrench Nation on Twitter. Also, congratulations again to Julia Lopez Ocano, our EVIT Women's Scholarship Winter Start School next week. She's That's awesome. a mouthful. That's a mouthful. It but is. I tell you, we're proud to have uh, Julia on campus. And you know what? Now's the time. I just got to say this real quick. Welcome back to all the teachers, not only on the EVIT campus. Oh, all over the valley. Teachers are unsung all heroes. All over the state. We all go over all the way country. down to yeah, country world. And we got folks in Johannesburg listening. You're back to school. We love you, too. You all deserve more money. And uh, <laughs> you're on iTunes, man. We appreciate you guys. Give us your comment. It's your show. It's your platform. If you got a topic you want to hear, let us know. Thumbs up, thumbs down. We love your input. And as I say every week, people, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.